Welcome. You are listening to OPOD's Occupational Health Podcast. This is a podcast series by the Occupational Health Clinics for Ontario Workers, where we discuss the challenges of current and emerging trends in occupational health and offer effective prevention strategies to empower workers. Welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Lau, a certified occupational hygienist with the Occupational Health Clinics for Ontario Workers here from the Toronto Clinic. I've been with the clinics for about 19 years, and I have approximately 25 years of experience in the field of occupational health, safety, environmental management, academics, and now clinical work. The title of today's podcast is, What Does Health in Health and Safety Mean to Me? What does it actually mean to be in the know of your occupational health? Could you answer that? We use the term health and safety in the workplaces, but what does health in health and safety actually mean? As per the World Health Organization, otherwise known as the WHO, we are all quite familiar with now as COVID-19 has put the World Health Organization on the grid for millions of folks worldwide. Its definition has generally been defined as the protection and promotion of the health of workers by preventing and controlling OCH diseases and accidents and by eliminating occupational factors and conditions hazardous to health and safety at work. They continue with another bullet saying the enhancement of the physical, mental, and social well-being of workers and support for the development and maintenance of their working capacity as well as professional and social development at work. Health has generally been defined as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Let's look at this a little closely. When I talk about health to my clients or even outside of work, I would like to add to this definition to make it a little more clear. And that definition or term that I'd like to add is homeostasis. The term comes from Uh, the Greek meaning of same and steady. The term refers to keeping things constant. So what does all this mean when it comes to our health at work? These are great definitions, but how does it actually translate to our day-to-day lives? First and foremost, let's start with, we must have a committed workplace management team to support our health and safety in the workplace. That is of primary importance. But aside from that, and not taking away from that. Aside from that, going back to health and taking health out of health and safety, we need to be self-aware and comprehend how we may be affected by our environment and how it may be affecting our health, be it at home, be it at the workplace, or in other environments we dwell in, um, such as hobbies, etc. The point of this podcast was to sort of strike up that awareness and sort of come back to what does health actually mean? And how do I become aware of my health when I'm at work? Knowing the avenues of who to communicate this information to would be a whole other podcast. We'll cover that a little bit in this one. But just being aware of it. I think we're more aware of it now as, again, thanks to COVID-19, we're more aware of health, health and safety in the workplace. And we're more aware of how our health is affected 
when we're talking about COVID anyway, about how we could possibly be exposed, etc. Because we keep hearing about it day in, day out. Life has stopped because of it. So we were forced to learn about it and forced to become aware of cleanliness and things that we touch and, and, and wearing a mask and protecting our respiratory system and why, etc. So it was sort of a forced education, if you will, because of the nature of the pandemic. But let's bring it back to the workplace outside of COVID-19 and let's try to understand what does health mean in different scenarios so that we can become more self-aware and more health conscious, if you will. So let's start with a simple workplace scenario. I'll set up the stage. You work in an office setting in a building in one of the skyscrapers downtown in your hometown. Let's say you have a fantastic weekend, you feel great, come Monday morning, and more noticeably into Tuesday morning, you notice some signs of an itchy throat, something caught in the throat, pressure in the head, maybe even watery eyes by the end of the day, and in some maybe even a rash. It could be something from home, it could be something from work, it could be something, an allergy of some sort, it could be anything. But you notice that when you're free from work, when you're outside of the workplace and you go home, your symptoms are alleviated. They no longer exist to the intensity that they did when you were in the workplace. Another weekend passes, you become aware, and Monday comes back and the symptoms return and intensify. So hold on to that scenario. Let's look at another workplace setting. You are a construction worker. A home renovator, to be more specific. You work at home and you set up shop and your tools and whatnot in the garage of the home that you're going to be working on. During winter months especially, you're in the garage setting. So any type of wood cutting or tile cutting occurs in the garage. You and your workers have the equipment to conduct these operations, but without controls in the form of dust control. And at present, you also have access to wearing suitable personal protective equipment, but you choose not to. So I'm just setting the scene. So as spring creeps in, you feel a heaviness in your breathing, some congestion, and you're out of breath in doing menial tasks, tasks that you could do like a superstar, uh, lifting, heavy lifting, etc., walking about or going from home to home, project to project, but you just feel more exerted. Could it be work-related? Could it just be change of season? Could it just be age? Could it be? What could it be? But at least I've planted the seed for you to start becoming aware of certain things that's happening around your workplace. Now, in both scenarios, I wasn't setting the scene to give you the optimal workplace. I was just setting the scene to give you a type or typical type of workplace so that I could help you understand how to become aware of certain things, such as in the office setting, weekends came you felt okay, but then Monday morning and into the week, you were symptomatic. The weekends came, you were fine, and then that kind of pattern. So in looking at that, it could be psychological, yes, could be pressures at the workplace. I didn't set that into this particular scenario, but it could be the workplace environment as well that could be affecting you in such a way that you're symptomatic. In the second scenario, I sort of set the stage to let you know that, you know, there was dust created and specific types of dust. There's woodworking and tile dust. There was no personal protective equipment in a garage setting. So you're in a confined area and you're creating a dusty environment. And I said winter months because you're confined therein. And then spring comes about 
and sort of was leading you to understand that over a couple of months of working in this manner, you may be onset to um, an illness of some sort because of the exposures that you were incurring in the winter months in such a confined environment without controls. In both cases, the individual has become aware of their health changes and hasn't necessarily made the connection to work. But in both cases, the worker's homeostasis, that the same and steady, has been disturbed. And these little hints that our bodies give us, we need to tune into and we need to open up our eyes and ears to, and on our senses in general, to, okay, why am I feeling this way? What could it be? And when you ask yourself that question, include work if you don't already. That's the point of this podcast, to become more aware of what's happening in the surroundings that you dwell in, whether it be at home, at work, hobbies, or extracurriculars that you're involved in, or your kids are involved in, etc. What is happening? Where could you be getting these symptoms from? What are you exposing yourself to? So in the first scenario, again, the worker picked up on the fact that At home, there was relief from the symptoms and entering the workplace, giving it a few days, there was feeling of lethargy due to the decreased shift in in health and the symptoms bringing them down. So this is what we call an awareness of health at that particular place and in this scenario happened to be the workplace. So when we become aware that workplace elements, which are creating an imbalance in our homeostasis, then our bodies are trying to fight this imbalance and trying to maintain the balance. This is how we then become aware of the fact that something is going on, in this case, in the workplace that we need to address. Uh, We may not know what it is, but we need to address this to the workplace parties who are going to help us discover what it could be that's causing these symptoms, etc. And that's when, at that point, If you have a supportive workplace party, they might suggest for you to start logging your symptoms, especially in an indoor air quality type of setting. They might ask you to start logging what your symptoms are, what time do the symptoms start, etc. And that can be very helpful for them, especially if they're trying to match your symptoms, the time of your symptoms, the onset, when they're alleviated, if they are at all, or if they just continue to intensify. But looking at that diary, if you will, or that log, they can then match that to let's say, the air handling systems or the HVAC unit in that particular facility to see what changes are happening there that could be causing these changes in your health. Or it could be something unrelated. But that's one of the corrective actions that could be taken or an inspection could be conducted. There could be mold in the workplace. There could be other things lurking in the workplace, depending on how old the building is. Maybe there was maintenance done. Maybe something wasn't returned to its place, a ceiling tile, for example, and maybe there's asbestos. Maybe there's a mold or just accumulation of dust and you're allergic to the dust. I'm just creating a scene here, creating an environment for you to understand that there It could be anything, but it would need to be addressed because you're noticing the pattern that you're fine when you go home, but when you're at work, uh, you're not, your homeostasis is imbalanced. And the other point here is if you let it be and you let it go, eventually it might happen that you don't feel okay when you're at home, your symptoms aren't alleviated, and then it can get tricky to figure out what's happening with you. Then it becomes a situation where you visit your medical practitioner, and 
if they're not in tune with occupational health, they might not ask you the right questions. You And you might not divulge any information with regards to, I started noticing symptoms while I was at work. You might not have even been aware of health changes. And then it just resorts to being a health-related issue, and they just address that issue. But they don't address the root cause of why you have that issue in the first place. So it's very, very important and critical to be aware of your surroundings when it comes to your health. Similarly, in our second scenario with the home renovator, the worker may or may not become aware of what the cause to health may be come spring, and he may never even find out till it's too late. Like I said in the previous example, he may seek medical attention, and if not seen by an occupational physician or a physician who does ask the question, where do you work, what do you do, what chemicals do you work with, did did you bring your safety data sheets, what kind of work do you do, what kind of personal protective equipment do you wear, etc. If they don't ask these kinds of questions and you don't divulge this kind of information, then again, it's just going to be a compartmentalized review of your health and addressing your health without addressing the root cause of what caused the issue to begin with. And if we can take you out of that environment, perhaps we can stop the progression of your health to a more serious state where it's an occupational disease and maybe you can't reverse the progression. But if you can catch it in that sense, then you can reverse the progression, get better, and then maybe contact the occupational health clinic so that we we can help you with what controls you would need in those types of environments, what personal protective equipment you would require so that you can save your health and maintain your homeostasis. Being in the know of our health is being in the know of our future. If we are more self-aware, and this all goes with the Ontario internal responsibility system. I think this is also very, very important. When we take the health out of health and safety and really focus in on that and spotlight on it, what does it actually mean? I hope this podcast helped you understand that it's an awareness of being in tune with oneself, with one's health, making sure that how we are at home and how we present ourselves at work and what changes at work cause us to feel unwell The sooner we can capture, maybe it's this chemical agent, maybe it's this process at the workplace, maybe when I'm sitting in my office, there's a draft, I'm feeling cold, and it's constant, and that's what's causing my neck pain. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Whatever these variables might be, whether it's at work, or it's in a hobby that you do at home, or an extracurricular activity, and that particular air in that activity causes you to feel unwell, pick up on that. Don't ignore it. Because it's when we ignore that these things build up within our bodies and then we have to seek medical attention. If we can avoid that and prevent that by simply becoming aware of our health and the variables that are affecting it or something that's causing our homeostasis to become unbalanced, the sooner we can prevent health issues in our bodies and be better, healthier individuals in our healthy and safe workplaces. I hope this was an informative podcast. It was simply to create the awareness of our health. And do know that the Occupational Health Clinics for Ontario Workers are free for service. So if you do have any questions, give us a call. And depending on your location, we have several clinics all over Ontario to serve you better. Signing off from the desk of Sonia Lau. Bye. For more information about this podcast, including show notes and companion materials, Go to our website, www.ohcow.on.ca. 
If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you receive notification of our latest episode. As well, check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for joining us.